0: My Welcome to the panel on RNZ National Friday afternoon. And Wallace Chapman with you, that's me. Now due to a serious crash, State Highway 1 is closed between Nova Scotia Drive and the Bray in the Waipu area, Northland. The detour will add around 10 minutes travel time. Well, today you're in the CBD, you finished your noodles, you grab your bag off to the airport on a quick trip on the new light rail. That was the dream. Not anymore. Will Auckland get a watered-down version? Do we need light rail? That on the show. Also today, research from 45 countries suggests that there is a clear protective link between paid parental leave and maternal mental health after a woman gives birth, and that partners taking leave have a positive effect on the mental health of mums. That's on the show today. And household items that you just don't use anymore an actual alarm clock, a landline in the hallway, too suggested. And on the program today, on the back of Cindy Mitchner's I've been thinking on fireworks, we will do this topic once and once only. But fireworks season is looming like a big cloud on the horizon to come very soon. Is it harmless fun in a nanny state world or is it terror in the community? A snap panel poll today. Should we ban private fireworks for good? Yes or no? Why or why not? Text me 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. Should we ban private fireworks? Yes or no? 2101. With me today, Professor Ella Henry, Director of Māori Advancement at AUT Business School. Professor Henry, kia ora. Great to have you here. Kia ora, Kia ora Wallace. lovely to be yeah. here. Also today, Alan McRoy, travelling comedian, MC and Quizmaster. Kia Alan. How's it going? Hey, i got to ask you about the Irish rugby, Ireland versus All Blacks. How did you feel post-game?
1: Post-game? Uh, I kind of predicted how it was going to go beforehand. Uh, I said it on some other radio station, I can't say their name. Uh, I just it was set up for New Zealand to win. Obviously, I was disappointed, but uh, I was in the neighbour's house. Uh, they're All Blacks fans. The tequila was out from 8 o'clock in the morning. So I can't tell you how I feel. I still have cuts and bruises, but I can't tell you how I feel. But it was, it was disappointing. But then we celebrated with the neighbours.
0: You just knew you were there somehow. There was a rugby game all in the background. No, she was there. She was like, we're coming uh, over. OK, right. Now... Um, let's jump into the Friday mailbag. Uh, this was very interesting, and it's actually in the top uh, top audio of RNZ. So Gary Moore, now he's a former mayor of Ototahi Christchurch, former Christchurch mayor. He's gone off Labour big time. After 43 years, a card-carrying member, uh, and he laid it out in plain language what he felt about Labour and how he voted in. Uh, not Labour for the first time ever, and he said he would actually su- he would support a grand coalition. Anyway, big response to that. Gary Moore's statement said one was the best summing up of New Zealand's uh, socio-political state. The best I've heard. No fancy words, just telling it how it is and has been. Could you please put it up on RNZ website and also publish as an opinion piece? Another one here. God save New Zealand because Gary's right. Our political system won't. This lurching from right to left while trying to maintain power and Natalie failing to plan long term is such a tragedy. Another one here. Gary's idea of a grand coalition would work as it does it in Switzerland. Red and blue. Mix it up to purple people, the Purple People's Party. I'd vote for that. I don't know. I want your thoughts on this, Ella. You're a follower of politics. How do you feel in general in summing up about the election? Do you feel Gary's disenfranchisement? Do you, in fact, feel that a grand coalition of Labour and National might offer something that we haven't yet had?
2: Well, political commentators have been saying for many years now there's been a crisis of the left, uh, particularly in Europe and, and um, you know, most Western democracies, as we've seen a rise in fundamental right-wing thinking, uh, sometimes reflected in some quite extreme right-wing views. So I, I think that that's part of, you know, what's happening with our left-wing in New Zealand is part of a, a bigger a bigger picture. But the reality is I was very involved uh, in the 90s in politics when we had an alliance, Party. Party, and oh. i was a member of and we ran alongside greens and new labor and you know so so i i am a big fan of collaborative politics whether or not we could have a grand alliance between labor and national that's probably possible because actually they've been in on called on a number of issues in the last few years. Sometimes I don't think it's so much a jump from the left huh. to the right as a wiggle in the middle.
0: <laughs> Interesting you bring up because that that hasn't sort of been said so much. People perhaps don't, or maybe uh, young people don't remember that co- that coalition that we had, which was Alliance.
2: and it was powerful in that it represented very strong green environmental youth Maori issues in a block and I think that that has real potential to bring together different views
0: now by the way the response is actually well, not say actually because it's thinking perhaps not so much because it's coming up to uh, a long weekend, but a big response to our snap panel poll. Just one here: uh, absolutely, do not ban fireworks. What's left in this world that's fun and not being stifled by buffoons? Viva la guyfawk! So we're talking about that. Uh, here's another one: um, New Zealand Recycling Week this week, and not nearly enough of us are using keep cups, including yours. Truly, I must admit. um, Wallace, buy the double-skinned aluminium keep cup there's lots of them available. Another one, for goodness sake, Wallace, how hard is it to take a reusable cup with you each morning? And all those objections, get a real issue, says Sue. Um, do you have a takeaway coffee, Alan, and do you take uh, you keep cup? No,
1: I don't drink coffee unless I'm at home. I don't go to takeaways for coffee. If I can make it at home, why would I pay 5 $6 for it? But I do uh, refill bottles you. of water. Look at you and, with your uh, reusable bottle. Yeah, I know. So I, I, I would, if I drank it, I would have a keep cup, uh,
0: obviously. So you don't go to a cafe because of the price of the coffee? No, I just, I, I'm not into it.
1: And then tea is tea. It's a tea bag and hot water. Why would I go in and pay someone $6 to put a tea? And, and then, you know, and then it gives a drop of milk and they don't know how to drop milk into it. Just, I'll do it myself.
0: What, what if you're asked to go for a coffee for, at a cafe? What would you do? Yes,
1: I'd go. But I'll probably, if, if I might have tea, But it's not a big deal. Like, if I'm having breakfast, I'll have tea with me breakfast. But a coffee? No, and I don't need to be that buzzy. I'm okay.
2: Ella? I've got keep cups in my car, in my office, at home, (laughs) in my bedroom, in the living room, two in the kitchen. Um, You know, I'm a bit of a keep... Co- keep Cup Coffee Fanatic, I'm afraid.
0: All right. Yeah, very good. Okay, so uh, New Zealand Recycling Week this week, and uh, Ella Henry is doing the good thing there. Keep Cups galore. Um Alan, that's a no. Won't even go there. The daily constitutional that you used to have. So I just asked... Uh, whether anyone can call, recall a big part of our social history, those of, uh, who can recall it, when you used to have a daily um, tablespoon of molasses, or indeed, does anyone recall Lane's emulsion or cod liver oil? There were so many memories. Here's one. Dorothy said, We always had cod liver oil capsules during World War II as a small child. I had a cream ration as I was considered to be poorly and underweight. Apparently the doctor thought it was a good idea to feed me one, and one and a half pints of cream a week. Wow. Um, another one here. Oh. I grew up in Glasgow in the 70s and 80s. Mum lined us up for the daily malt and cod liver oil, although I think the malt was after to take the fish taste away. Th- did you do any of this, Alan? Yeah,
1: the granny forced it on us, uh, said that it is good for you. And it's weird now my cupboard is full of uh, multivitamins and fish. <laughs> th- like... Jane comes home and goes, what did you get now? It goes, oh, it's something about stress relief and this will help you. Now I'm all over it. I love it. So I get it. But I, I, I still, I'm still, still haunted by that spoon with oil coming into my mouth. And then That's it, it? Yeah, and then swallowing the oil. And then they're, they're, they
0: force you to do it? Nah, it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant. The tablespoon of cod liver oil, Ella Henry.
2: Uh, no, well, I grew up very poor, so liver mm. oil was a luxury. We had to just put up with the toheroa and the oyster and the power that Dad used to bring back from the beach. It was terrible. So much poverty.
0: Oh, you fancy dope. oysters, oysters. oysters, oysters. Yeah, you poor thing. Yeah. Poor
2: thing. Yeah. I know, it was dreadful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, can I ask, toroa, where, whereabouts was that? I can recall toroa many years ago growing up in the Dargaville area, Te Kōpuru.
2: Yeah, well, I I grew up in Ahipara, which is oh, the very yeah, bottom right. of the ninety-mile yeah. beach. So every day wow. we would have to go down the beach with our little squiggly feet and play in the sand, so that we could feel the tongues, and then Mum and Dad oh, would wow. pull them out and drag them home, and I just remember them being bigger than my head, although I was only five at the time. But, you know, um, they were long-ago times. Yes,
0: indeed. Uh, Very good. Uh, Right, time for I've Been Thinking. Ella, why don't you start? What's your IBT for us today?
2: Okay well a lot of people have made comment about you know young Hana my might Clark's comment and I don't want to talk about politics we've had enough of that but she made an interesting comment about how the Kohanga Reo generation are coming and that's what she's a part of and I absolutely agree because I've been working recently on two projects, research projects with Rangatahi which is young Maori one is the uh, Generation Kainga project I've talked about before you know looking a research based on um, Rangatahi looking at building a regenerative and resilient Aotearoa and another is a group from the north, Ngāti Kurī who are, call themselves Fourth Gen, and they're the fourth generation of the people who laid the claim for uh, Y262 flora and fauna. So I'm I'm hanging out with all these glorious young Māori who are so passionate uh, about the future that it just fills me with enthusiasm and hope. So I'm going into the long weekend, Labour weekend, feeling absolutely wonderful about these gorgeous young Kohangareo generation coming through.
0: Oh, what a wonderful message for us this Friday afternoon, Al. I yeah, love the coming of the, of the new hunger generation, uh, Ella Henry, uh, there. Now, uh, Alan McElroy, I've been thinking.
1: I've been thinking. I already kind of mentioned about the health kick with, uh, with the, the vitamins and stuff. But uh, I've been hosting a lot of events recently and awards, and I realised I still can't fit into the suit that I had pre-COVID. And then talking to my, my, my lady, I was like, we... We were drinking two bottles of We went on the box wine during the COVID when you're sitting at home. We're drinking boxed wine, which is insane now looking back. And then when you'd go to the supermarket because you didn't want to be there that often because uh, you get sneezed on by kids, you'd buy about six, seven boxed wines. It's like alcoholic Jenga and bring it home. Uh, and only recently we realised that we were still kind of at that... Lockdown level of drinking, and then we pulled back, and I'm wonder- and we didn't even notice it. It was just normal, and I was wondering, is anyone else still in the kind of lockdown mentality where you're sitting there going, "We're drinking two bottles of wine each a night," that's, and it, that's it, incredible. It was mad. I remember pre-COVID, a friend of mine, uh, her friend. Uh, I remember her telling me that her friend drank two bottles of wine a night, and I said, "That's insane." And then only recently we realised, oh, that's what we were doing. And then we had to cut back completely because wh-
0: what are you? Can I ask you an honest question? What are yeah. you drinking now? Is it a, uh, bottle, a half a bottle of wine a night?
1: I'm, a, I'm back on the wine this week because I'm knackered. Uh, but it was uh, I, I just caught, I just stopped. Stopped. I don't really drink beer. I'd have a whiskey with a, with an ice cube. But then, uh, but yeah, not not certainly not two bottles. Probably yeah. a, a half a bottle. Yeah, it's a nice level. Well, it's a
0: cut down, isn't it? Because it's that's a massive a, cut down. Yeah, know, I'd, I, I could imagine you'd feel. Very very tired. Wine, room bottles you the next of, day. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I remember going to a restaurant after lockdown and ordering wine, and he poured in a shot of wine and walked away. I was like, "Where up to the rim? Up to the top of the glass?" You I know. I suppose
0: Alan, Mini could relate to that, huh? That sort of, I guess, that sort of s- piled on stress. Why not relax with the wine? All of a sudden, it becomes a bit more, huh?
2: Well, I I remember one commentator saying that, speaking about young people, that we are raising a future generation of people who've actually been educated at home by alcoholics. Um, Because I think just about all of us, Alan, had a few wines during lockdown.
0: Very good. Ella Henry and Alan McRoy, no, do not ban fireworks. Protect your animals. What about the leaf blowers? What about the loud parties that we all have to tolerate? 2101. Should we ban
2: fireworks? takes me